0: You're listening to The She Runs The Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 113, The Solo Series. I don't know what you heard but ha, yeah, she runs the show. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs The Show. Cassandra Vaughn Worsley here. I have wanted to talk about this episode to get to this episode for i would say at least 2 weeks at this point i'm so excited that it is finally coming to fruition because while we in business in entrepreneurship while we talk about things like set up your llc you know come up with a a business name create a blog uh develop your Instagram account. You know, we have all of these how-tos and all of these programs and all of these training platforms where we teach entrepreneurs how to make money doing what they love. And I think all of those are amazing. Depending on what stage of business you're at, you're going to need some of the things that Kim Raluna offers and Lewis Howes offers and um Pat Flynn, Derek Halpern. Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, just to name a few, founder, Nathan Chan at Founder. If you're not subscribing to his magazine and you're an entrepreneur, you should. It's an amazing magazine and his story is amazing. He used Instagram to literally build what probably now is a multi-million dollar business. So I'm not going to underscore the power of learning tools, techniques, and actually how to do your business. Shanda Sumter is another example of a great teacher of entrepreneurship. But let me sit with something for a second, because I think before you can do any of those things, before you can learn and master the systems, the strategies, the practices, there are some mindset pieces, some self-belief pieces, some focus pieces, which is why I teach the focus mindset formula. There are some pieces to mindset and approach and perspective that Yes, you can still make money if you don't have them in place, but you'll never go to the next level without these mindset pieces in place. You just won't. And so I want to talk to you today from a perspective of, I've lived in the situation where I spent all of my 20s and the bulk of my 30s hustling for my worthiness. In fact, I spent my teens hustling for my worthiness. You know, all of us overachievers, I don't know about you if you're an overachiever, but I think I very early on i learned that in order to be loved i had to be great very early i learned that in order to be ex- even i want to say loved accepted in order to be enough i had to be exceptional there was never a sense growing up for me that um i was loved even if i was a failure I was accepted and wanted even if I didn't get straight A's or if I didn't go to college at 16 or if I didn't go to graduate from college at 20 and have an MBA at 22 and start as a professor at 22. I hustled for my worthiness and accomplished all of these things, always running around like a chicken with my head cut off from about 3 to 30 something because I really attributed people's wanting to be around me, people's wanting to be with me, or people's just mere acceptance of me to what I could show them that I could do, what I could prove, how I could prove myself. And and let me tell you one of the liberating things about turning 40 this year. One of the freeing things about turning 40, and this really occurred a couple years ago, so I can't say it's just 40. This is like 38 to this moment right here. One of the liberating things about coming to the realization that you've spent a long time hustling for your worthiness is that you do a little evaluation of the results of hustling for your worthiness. And guess what you come to find out when you do that? The people whose approval, whose uh, acceptance, whose love that you craved and that you fought for and that you hustled for, you never really got it anyway. Do you know how that is? When you realize that you did all that work for all that time, And you still didn't get the love you wanted. You still didn't get the acceptance. You You still didn't get anything unconditional that you wanted. So when you do that sort of life evaluation and you realize all of that, seeking approval, wanting approval, showing that I'm good, all of that produced nothing. That's when you come into this new world. What I call this is 40, but really it happened before 40, where you go, you know what? Screw everybody's approval. I'm done hustling for my worthiness because here's the reality. I come from a God who knew I was unconditionally worthy before he even put me on the earth. More than that, I come from a source that is unlimited and can provide anything and everything that I need and is not dependent on anybody else's permission. You know, the thing about being a good girl and being raised a good girl is that you learn really early to only do things after you've been given permission. And can I tell you, part of my This is 40 world is I'm done asking for permission. I'm done. I don't even know if I'm going to ask for forgiveness. I'm just going to do the damn thing. That's it. So this is what I want to talk about today, because if you're listening and you're a brand new entrepreneur, if you're in your 20s, maybe early 30s, heck, if you're in your 60s and you're just starting a business, which is amazing, you know, Louise L. Hay started Hay House Publishing, a multimedia empire, God rest her soul, at 60-something. So it's never too late to begin again. I want you to really look at your life right now and I want you to look at your business and I want you to look at your approach and I want you to really investigate whether or not you've been coming from the place of hustling for your worthiness. And if by the end of this episode, you figure out you've been spending too much time hustling for your worthiness, I want you to stop. I want you to figure out what you really want out of your business in your life. And I want you to redesign the rules, recreate the rules. You need to play this business game by your rules, not by anybody else's. That's my goal in this episode. So where did this this episode come from? Besides the fact that I spent, you know, 30-something years hustling for my worthiness, it came from a Brene Brown quote. And Brene Brown, I, it, listen, if you haven't read Rising Strong, if you haven't read Daring Greatly, if you haven't read... Braving the Wilderness, can I just sit on Braving the Wilderness? It is four hours and 30-something minutes on Audible that will transform your life, so go download Braving the Wilderness. Brene Brown puts it like this, and this is a, a direct quote from one of her books. She says, you either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside your, outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. Let me say that again. You either walk inside your story and own it, Or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. Can you not relate to that? How many times have you felt guilty for not doing things, quote unquote, on time? Or for your business not being at a certain level by now, quote unquote? Or not taking the actions and being consistent the way you should be, quote unquote? That guilt, blame, shame thing does nothing for your business. It will not make you a dime. In fact, it will cost you money. Let's quit that. Because as Brene puts it, we're either walking inside our story and owning it or we're standing outside our story and hustling for our worthiness, which we're never going to get. Because the thing about worthiness, because it is natural and unconditional to you, you will never get it outside of you. You'll never get it outside of you. It's an inside job, just like happiness, just like joy, just like love. You are never going to find that on the outside of you. So if you're hustling for it, guess what? never ending battle because it can't be gotten from the outside. So the question I want you to think about as we talk through this is what story have I been making up about my worthiness in business? If you look at your revenue streams, if you look at your level of consistency in what you do every day for your business, if you look at the comfort zones you've been stuck in, there is a story that you've been telling, whether you know it or not, about your worthiness in business. And here's what Brene Brown says in Rising Strong. She says, The most dangerous stories we make up are the narratives that diminish our inherent worthiness. We must reclaim the truth about our lovability, divinity, and creativity. Now, in all those entrepreneur courses we take, there aren't that many that really talk about the fact that lovability, divinity, and creativity, and us owning those three things as entrepreneurs is key to making tons of money. Very few people talk about that. Why don't we just drop the mic on that right now? Until you reclaim the truth about your lovability Your divinity and your creativity, you are not going to ever make the kind of money that you're capable of making. Why? Because you're not owning your worthiness. And so you'll start to charge prices that are, you know, basement, bargain, uh, you know, Walmart-ish, low, low low-cost leader kind of prices. And then you'll start to feel resentful because people are paying for services and they're paying 5% of what they actually should be paying. You're charging even less than that based on your assessment of your worth, so you're resentful and pissed off. You're giving tons of value, and they're taking full advantage of it because you don't know your worth. Here's the thing. That can't work long-term as a business strategy. We must reclaim the truth about our lovability, divinity, and creativity first, before we determine the prices for our coaching packages. (coughs) Excuse me. Before we launch an online course, before we create a blog, before we take on a one-on-one client. If you don't reclaim the truth about your lovability, divinity, and creativity, you're always going to be underpricing yourself, undercharging, underpaid, basically working a job in your own business and not scaling your business to where it could be. Again, I want you to ask yourself, what story am I making up about my worthiness in business? And is that the story that I want to tell? Is that the business that I want to create? Probably not. Let's change the story. Now, how to stop hustling for your worthiness. The first thing you've got to do, and, and we sort of touched upon this in terms of the story, the narrative that we're telling about our worthiness in business. You've got to establish your baseline of enoughness. I don't know that enoughness is a word, but I'm I'm using it. Establish your baseline of enoughness. You know, Brene Brown said, worthiness doesn't have prerequisites. You know, in college, when there are prerequisites to things and before you can take one course, you got to take, you know, the intro to get to the intermediate. Worthiness does not have prerequisites. So what prerequisites are you putting on you being enough that you need to remove because there is no such thing as a prerequisite to you being worthy? See, part of that is what you say to yourself every single day. Every single day, are you saying to yourself as you work on your business, I am enough, I do enough, I have enough, or are you saying, man, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough help, I don't have enough support, I'm not focused enough, I'm not organized enough. Again, you're deciding your enoughness and you're establishing your baseline of enoughness with every word you say, every thought you think, and every action you do or do not take. Here's the thing. Your baseline of enoughness can be based on who you are, not on what you do. And in fact, it should never be based on what you do. Because you know what? When you've got the flu or pneumonia or bronchitis, probably for three days, you're not going to do anything in your business. And if your baseline of enoughness is based on your action and what you do, guess what? There are going to be many days throughout the year where you don't feel like enough, where you are just like, I am lower than the low. That is, cannot be if your business is going to be wildly successful. You need to establish your baseline of enoughness on who you are, not on what you do, on what you bring to your tribe, not on how much you're bringing in any single moment. There will be seasons of your business where you are just dropping it like it's hot. You are just bringing everything all the time full. And there will be seasons when it is hibernation mode. And you know what? Both work well. If you've already established your baseline of enoughness. So if you want to stop hustling for your worthiness, first thing, you've got to establish your baseline of enoughness. Second thing, you need to put imperfection in its proper place. A lot of us recovering perfectionist overachievers, we really, you know, we think that business is about being perfect. No, it is not. Think about the people in business that you love. You know, the people in business that I love, the James Altucher and Daniel Laporte and Gary V— and, uh, you know, just people who are real and raw and they they talk about their imperfections and they talk about their screw ups and they keep it real. Nobody wants to learn anything from anybody who seems to be perfect, who doesn't have hot mess aspects in their life. Everybody's got them, even if they hide them. So just remember, if you want to stop hustling for your worthiness, your imperfection is key to your business success. Stop shaming it. Do you know what I mean? Like I saw a quote on Pinterest months ago and the quote said, your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. Can we just drop the mic on that for a second? Understand the universal truth of that. Your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. If you're shaming your imperfection, then you're not going onto YouTube and making videos that could transform people's lives. You're not doing Facebook lives where you just talk about your hot mess life and tell people what you've learned. You're not sharing your gift because you're too busy shaming it. So here's the thing. This is what Brene Brown says in one of her books. No matter how much I get done or is left undone, At the end of the day, I am enough. Are you okay with not being perfect? Are you okay with not getting everything right? Are you okay with sharing that with the world and your tribe so they understand that you don't have it all figured out either and we're all in this together and we're learning as we go along? Because I'll tell you what, I'm like anybody else. I have hot mess aspects of my life. I have things that are in play and working really well. And I have seasons of just let me not curse, but I have seasons of just, it's, it's more than it's more drama than days of our lives. One life to live guiding light, another world in general hospital put together. I'll just put it all out there in the street. Here's the thing. We've all got it. But if you are making your, your imperfections something to be ashamed of, then you're not leveraging them to help others and therefore build your business success. Here's the other thing. Now, we've talked about this. You want to stop hustling for your worthiness, establish your baseline of enoughness, and understand that your imperfection is key to your business success, so stop shaming it. Here's the third thing you got to do to stop hustling for your worthiness. Stop letting people pull your strings. You know, Wayne Dyer wrote a book, something about like pulling strings. I can't remember the exact title and I don't have the book. We let far too many insignificant people pull our strings. We give them power that they don't have the right to have. We make their opinions of us mean more to us than our opinions of ourselves. Listen, your value doesn't decrease based on somebody's inability to see your worth. Can I just sit here for a second? Uh, Let's get real for a minute. There are going to be a lot of people positions, situations, committees, conferences, business partners, (coughs) excuse me, jobs. Listen, there are going to be a lot of situations where no matter how hard you work and no matter how much you do and no matter how much you bend over backwards to show that you're you're a team player and you're this and you're that, there are going to be some situations where no matter what you put in That other person is not going to see your worthiness. Period. A, because they don't want to. B, because they probably don't like you and never will. And C, because they'd rather live in the judgment of you than in facing the truth of their own limitations. Just saying, here's the thing. You've got to get to a place where you stop letting those people... Pull the strings of your life because your value doesn't decrease because they can't see your worth. What other people think of you, as the book says, is none of your business ever. So if you want to stop hustling for your worthiness, cut those strings. Stop it. Let's get to the place where we are not making our worthiness about what other people think of us. Because you know what? Some people are going to not like you simply because they can. And you need to be good with that. Here's the fourth thing you can do to stop hustling for your worthiness. Stop proving your worth to other people. This is a connection to the last one that I just talked about. At the same time that you don't want people pulling your strings and giving them the power to do so, stop doing stuff that's that's really like, like me, like me, I hope you like me, I hope you, you know, even when we're, we're marketing to our tribe, you're not marketing from a place of, I hope you buy from me because you think I'm awesome, That's not a place of power. When you market to your your ideal client, you need to say, I'm the bomb.com, and here's what I'm gonna be able to deliver to you that nobody else is gonna be able to deliver to you, and here's why, and here's why you need to work with me, and here's what you're gonna be missing if you don't. Take it or leave it, boom, next. That is worthiness. And here's the thing, if a client leaves you, I know lots of people get all hurt and offended when people unsubscribe from their email list. You know what, when people unsubscribe from my email list, I kind of celebrate a little bit, and I'm going to tell you why, because they weren't meant for me. I love to see people who are just, you know, grasping and pulling and clutching at people, places, and things that are not meant for them. I just sit back and, and watch the whole thing unfold, because here's what I've learned in 40 years of life what's meant for you will always find its way to you and what is not meant for you no matter how much you clutch how much you hold on how much you you know you lie and manipulate to get it you won't be able to keep it because it's not meant for you so listen some people are going to love what you offer and they're going to love you that's your tribe love them hard and some people no matter how good you are no matter listen I love Steve Martin's quote be so good they can't ignore you there are going to be some folks that ignore you no matter how good you are there are going to be some people just don't like you they don't like the sound of your voice Uh, you know some people don't like me because I'm woo woo right like they don't like that I'm the laws of the universe I'm okay with that they're not my tribe I didn't come for them so when people unsubscribe from my email list I'm like good you didn't need to waste your time and I didn't need to waste mine either boom boom Not everybody's going to see your worth. Be good with it, which means understanding. And this is a powerful quote, another Pinterest thing. I'm I'm a Pinterest addict, really. Uh, Another quote I found on Pinterest. It says, you know what? You will always be too much of something for someone. Too big, too loud, too soft, too edgy. If you round out your edges, you lose your edge. Apologize for mistakes. Apologize for unintentionally hurting someone profusely but don't apologize for being who you are. Can I say that again? I want you to really hear this. You will always be too much of something for someone. Too big, too loud, too soft, too edgy. If you round out your edges, you lose your edge. Apologize for mistakes. Apologize for unintentionally hurting someone profusely. But don't apologize for being who you are. There are too many of us in business who, in the words that we say, the tone that we use, the way we offer new services and products and courses, we are—we don't even realize that we're just apologizing for who we are. Uh-uh. That stops today. If you want to stop hustling for your worthiness, you got to stop apologizing for being who you are and just be that. All in, 100%, dropping the mic and saying to people who don't like it, you know what? You don't have to follow me. You don't have to like me. You don't have to buy my products. It's okay if you don't like me, then you are free to leave. And I really don't want you here anyway. It's okay. See what I'm saying? Got it. Last thing you can do to stop hustling for your worthiness: be real. Be real. I, you know, lots of people I, I see all of this talk about branding. You know, and and branding, and then transparency, and then authenticity. Which authenticity is so overused, it's not even funny branding is not about you creating some ideal self. When you're doing branding right in your business, you're you, you're the real you, all of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the hot mess you, the, you know, got it all together you, the boss babe you, the, it's all of you. And so if you want to stop hustling for your worthiness in your business, you got to get real in your business because being real is going to get you much farther in business than being accepted. Stop worrying about how many people like your Instagram posts or your, you know, how many people listen to your podcast. You know, most of the time I, I, listen, if one person listens to my podcast, I'm pleased. Honestly, I, I look at it like this, this message, this episode, this podcast is meant for certain people to hear. And if those people hear it, I have done my job. If those people get the message that they were meant to get and they get up immediately and they take action, that was all the reason I needed to record this episode. Period. But I'm not going to reach that one person if I'm trying to figure out, well, who do I need to be like and how do I need to show up and, you know, what do I need to (coughs) brand myself with and how do I need to... (coughs) Listen, I feel like I have a frog in my throat. I am no longer an actress in New York City or LA, and I no longer have to fit into a casting call or a definition or some ideal that some casting director who never even lived to be their ideal is fulfilling in their own lives. I no longer have to do that crap. And you know what? The moment I was doing it, I was like, this is for the birds. I want to be a producer and a writer. I do not want to be the person who has to be whatever anybody else wants me to be. Boom, that was over. Lots of people in business are simply actors on casting couches. Let me just break it down. Trying to be what they think everybody else wants them to be and what their brand says they should be. Stop it. Get real. Be real. Because that is the heart and soul of your business. You were meant to be all of you because all of you is going to reach a very specific tribe and you cannot reach them if you're trying to be somebody else. So I've just given you five ways to stop hustling for your worthiness. Here's the final point. And it comes from Brene Brown yet again. Like I said, Braving the Wilderness is a great read. Please, please, if you read only one book from Brene, read Braving the Wilderness. So this is what she says. She says, and this is from Braving the Wilderness, by the way. Brene Brown says, because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic, imperfect selves to the world, our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. Let me say that last part. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. Here's the thing. So many of us are afraid to be astronomically successful in business because we fear the loss of belonging. We fear the loss of approval. We fear the loss of acceptance by people who aren't going after their dreams and who aren't building astronomically successful businesses, by people who aren't doing what God put them on the earth to do. Here's the thing about that fear. You are never going to get their full approval anyway, if you've got that fear. If you fear losing someone or something over you being all of who you are, you never had their approval to begin with. So you can just tell that fear. Thank you so much, but it's already happened. I'm good with that. I'm still standing. So it's time for me to go out there and be all of who I am and make this business so successful. It is crazy because you were never going to get their approval anyway. So the only thing that you need to do is accept yourself and then build a business around the whole of who you are. Here's what I'm going to say. Figure out what story you've been making up about your worthiness in business. Establish your baseline of enoughness, which does not require that you do this, this, and this. Understand that your imperfection is key to your business success and stop shaming it. Being real. Real is key to your business. Cut those strings. Whoever's pulling them, whoever you're giving power to, you want their approval, you need their cut the strings today, immediately, right now. And begin with the fact that some people are never going to see your worth. That's okay. They can unsubscribe from your email list. They don't have to be on your list. And then just know that being real will get you much farther in business than being accepted. Again, we're not asking for permission anymore. We're probably not even asking for forgiveness. Just go. Do you. That is how you stop hustling for your worthiness. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share it with somebody. Send it to somebody, even if they're not in business, who you know is a people pleaser and they are just running themselves ragged, hustling for, for, for other people's approval and for their worthiness. Send this to somebody today who you know, needs it. And as always be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Cassandra Vaughn and you can find me at CassandraVaughn.com. And of course, if you want to join me for the Focus Mindset Formula, which starts April 2nd, it's amazing course, go to CassandraVaughn.com and click on the Focus Mindset Formula. And again, let me just say this one more time. The moment you stop hustling for your worthiness, the moment you accept and embrace your baseline of enoughness, the moment you say to yourself, all of me is worthy all the time, 24-7, no matter what I do or don't do, and it's not based on anybody else's opinion, it's based on my belief in myself, the game changes. The game changes. So here's what I'm saying to you. Change the game today. All right, everybody, I'll talk to you on the next episode.